You are now tuned into the Urban Products with your favorite host, DME and Cozy Rich. You already know what it is. You are listening to The Urban Product. It's your boy, DME. It's your boy, Cozy Rich. Back at MCM Studios, we got Kat holding us down, and we are back in here. Back in here. Before we go on to the show, of course, of course, we have to start off with vibes. I always got to play a little bit of music before we start. Classics, yo. This is what I was talking about when I said timeless music last week, by the way. For people who may not have understood, this is timeless, bro. And when you make music like this, yeah, but how common I won't forget about you. You feel me? How common is music like this? How common? Yeah. I don't know, but it's it's not. You know, you know, gems like this aren't all. What? He was able to do this within two years, bro. Remix. Talking about one of the goats of. The game. <laughs> May it rest in peace. We're gonna talk soon. We're gonna talk soon. I think I started something. Can you turn me up a little bit, Cat? I got what I wanted. This is one of those songs that you forgot you like you knew. This is one of the jams, bro. Yeah. I thought Frank was gonna change R&B entirely when this dropped. I'll be honest with you, yo. I thought this was the one. When, told, when everybody told me about Frank Ocean, I was like, I. Right, this is fire. The single that he dropped after this, "Swim Good," that was also fire. And then I expected everything to be up after that. And then he just dro- dropped out the face. And then he was gay. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Nothing changed for me. Nothing changed for me. I thought it was just the lack of him consistently being consistent. Oh no, you think that's what it was? I thought that's what it was. <laughs> that's not what it was? I don't think so. No, oh, hold on. It's my I, shit though. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll talk in a bit. Don't let the high go to waste. But can you taste? Little taste. No, This used to be a shit. Still is, bro. Nah, I remember you used to talk about this all the time. Yeah, but anyways, what I was saying with that fucking... Yeah, Frank Ocean was doing what he had to do. And then, you know, once Channel Orange came out and he released that letter outing himself, I feel like the industry as a whole kind of changed their direction with like Frank Ocean. I feel like they were ascending this man to the top and then he came out with some shit and they were like, damn, we gonna keep you right here actually. I, You see- That's I, how I feel. You see, yes, in the order, what you said, yes, all that happened, but I feel like it was, he came out, dropped, it wasn't as good as what he- Don't say that. Channel Orange was fire. I don't remember it. Okay. I, I'll be honest and tell you, a I don't remember. Tornado flew around. Like, you, come on, you know my shit, dog. Yeah, <laughs> if, all right, that's fine. I mean, I was never a big Frank Ocean guy anyway. I respect the music. I mean, shit like this is fire. I just thought, like, I'm just remembering back in the day, like, the times when shit was going on. 
I remember people, people being like, yo, where's Frank Ocean? I need more Frank. And they just kept asking that until they forgot about the nigga. Mm-hmm. And then he came back around maybe 2017 or 2018 or some shit like that. And he dropped his double album. And I guess he won the good graces of his fans back. But in terms of the industry and how they looked at Frank, I don't know. I feel like with his fan base, he's still God to them. But I don't know. To the rest of the industry, I kind of feel like he's at this... Um, What's, what's that shit called when, when you're in the, this purgatory, purgatory phase? You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're like, we don't know if you're still the one, but to his fans, like I said, he's God. He's I was going to say, like, he has a loyal... F- like, this, this goes back to the conversation with Maystar last week. Like, to his fans, like, he has a very loyal following. And you I can't res- tell them shit about Frank. No, no, that's what I'm saying. And I honestly feel like that's what you should aspire when you're an artist, to have that kind of cult-like following. But I, I, I'm thinking, like, when is the last time he's dropped anything? I think 2017 was his last album, and I don't got to guess. I could just say that right now. But, but that, but, you know what I mean? so, so I can't, I can't fault, I can't fault people for falling or the industry for falling off and moving past this man. 2016. You know, R. R&B- yeah. What about single? <sighs> He's he dropped like loose singles throughout the years. But but, but you, yeah. you can't blame the industry for moving six years ago, bro. Nah, man. Being gay has nothing to do with that. I don't want to hear it. That shit got nothing to do with that. That nigga just don't drop music, bro. My man's enjoying his bag. You know what it is? He's probably running it up, making so much money from Channel or yeah, Channel Orange. That was his debut album. Yeah, and then um, what was the second one? Blonde. Probably making bands from those. People just running it up. I hope so. So why would I drop anything after that? Any. Wait, what? People just gonna keep eating this up? Shit, I'm chilling. Yeah, I mean, I remember the thing with fucking Frank Ocean. And then we'll move on after this. I remember what was so smart about Frank Ocean. Before he dropped Blonde, he was trying to get out of his label. Because um, he still owed his label one more album before going independent. So, before Blonde, he released this visual album called Endless. And I really can't remember the tracks off of it. It was on Apple Music. Um... It was just a video of him building some shit, and there was an album playing in the background, and that classified as an album. Oh, so he's slick. He got he's his slick. bag. He got his bag off of that shit, and then yeah, he, a few days later, literally a few days later, he dropped Blonde independently on uh, Apple Music, and I think he got like two mil off that drop. He hustled. Who was his label? Do you know? Whoever his label was, that's how you hustle. Wait, yeah. what? He either got two mil or twenty mil. That's a big difference, but I can't remember which one. <laughs> I'll say one. this: if he's independent now and he dropped Blonde 2016 when he was fresh, bro. What I just said, I firmly believe now. He's making so much money off that album. Fuck, I need to drop music for. Yeah, I'm chilling. Yeah, yeah. All right, so moving on from that. Um, good for him. Yeah, good for Frank Ocean. And wherever he's at, he's like fucking Andre 3000 now. Anytime anybody sees him out in public, it's like a rare sighting. And I'm like, what? oh, my God, Frank Ocean. <laughs> it's like crazy. Yo, one last thing. This is, this is just a random statement. Don't don't mock me, people. For, for, for the longest time, I had I got Bryson Tiller and Frank that's Ocean crazy. confused. That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> right? No, for that's the, crazy, I got the, Keep it a buck with you, bro. <laughs> no, I know. No way you thought Frank Ocean said don't. I got them confused, bro. Wow. Because... The reason why right. is because they 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 both inconsistent. They both, to me, sounded a little similar. You remember like a few years ago when Jama called us the suburban product. 
Yeah. I feel like you just certified that shit, bro, when you said that. <laughs> now I got to look back at that shit like, damn, this is my partner. I'm supposed to ride for this nigga. <laughs> but it's all good. I keep it real. What can I say? Uh, this is this is, this is is 2016, Darno. Um, but yeah. All right. Let's, let's move on. I, I, I gave the Carter 5 a lot of shit mm-hmm. when it came out. And I've re-listened to it. And I, I got to take some things back. Actually, there's two... Uh, there's a whole another album I gotta apologize to you about because I'm to very me. yes okay because I was oh, shit. should be good. <laughs> it's not it's not what you think it is. It's not Kendrick Lamar. No, I know. Uh, whole lot of red is another album I gotta apologize to you about. Yeah, that shit grew on me. Yeah, it did. That should be slapping, bro. But. I told you which songs I deleted off that shit. The album I got on my phone is great. <laughs> <laughs> the version I have on my phone is amazing, dog. <laughs> we might start all the way at track six. That might be track one, bro. <laughs> this nigga said, I don't know about the album you got, but the album I got is straight fire. I respect that. I respect that. Nah, I was, um, I was listening, it, listening to it in the car and I forget what I was doing but I was teed up at the time nice that's and, a vibe went with Cardi yeah and the way the bass was hitting me and the shoulders moving nigga I was feeling myself but yeah we were talking about Lil Wayne play Lil Cardi I'm sorry but yeah Lil Wayne the Carter 5 I gotta apologize for that too cause I've run it back that shit's that shit's great Mona Lisa it's a good song it's a really good song I hated that shit before and now I fuck with it heavy mm-hmm. I think Lil Wayne is going to do numbers with the Carter Six based off how I feel about the Carter Five now and just knowing how he's been um, around the game a lot more recently, around with these artists and whatnot. So I think the Carter Six is going to be fire. I can't wait for it to come out. I don't know when it is going to come out, but hopefully before the end of the year. But um, are you looking forward to that? No. <laughs> um. So, oh wow, I I feel like me myself in terms of Wayne, amazing rapper, amazing artist, great in everything that he did. I was never big on Wayne albums. That this is a known fact to me. Was never big on Wayne albums. I can tell you the select few off of the Carter Three that I enjoy, but from front to bottom, from front to back, top to bottom, I can't tell you one Wayne project I've um, thoroughly enjoyed. Carter Five, he said it grew on him. I gave that shit a couple plays too. Still at the same spot as last time. Funeral, his most recent album, I gave that a listen too. There are joints he is rapping on there. From front to back, no, it's still a no for me. I feel like with Wayne, he's never had a consistent bag for me. You know what I mean? Like, wait, wait, wait. elaborate, elaborate. Because I feel like with him, he he can rap. Well, like production, I feel like he raps on a bunch of different shit and he switches flows and he goes crazy. And he's known for that from the fucking the drought series and um, the no ceiling series. Like he's known for for that shit. Facts. But in terms of like his own music, I don't think I've gotten like a consistent body of work that flowed from beginning to end. It was just always they sounded like just a bunch of singles put on an album. Oh, so you're talking about. Cons- in terms of a project and continuity, concise, and like putting, yeah, yeah. having a having a sound for an, for a project, I can I can I can understand that, but I, 
to to play devil's advocate here, I don't think you could just put Wayne into one little box like that. Like, no, for sure. Yeah, like he he's so versatile. Yeah, he's so versatile to the point where I don't think he could create an album where it's just he's trying to get you to listen to this one sound or, or something like that. I I don't know how to describe it. To me, he's just so versatile and he's just so skilled at what he does that he's just trying to show off when he creates an album. And I think that's what he is doing with with half his songs. I don't need him to like show off though. I already know who he is. Like. My thing with him, he gives me okay, okay, bet, bet, bet. Great analogy coming. No, 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 not a great analogy. Just a question. Give me the last fire hook you've heard from Wayne. Just a hook. Recently. Sheesh. I can tell you what I can tell you what the song is, but hold on, hold on, hold on. And when I say this, this comes back to just song making in terms of Lil Wayne back in the day he was great but like recently he's amazing on a feature go crazy on a verse but like in terms of song I don't know recently I can't I can't recall off the top of the head right now okay what were you thinking about um what the fuck though what a love ho that was a grip like you said recently I'm hip that's not recent that's not (laughs) that's the last hook that I remember from Lil Wayne (laughs) <laughs> and that, and I, I can't say that's recent because that's off um that's off Carter Five right or is that off Funeral? That's off that's one ca- of those that's last five. Two that's Carter. Five. I'm pretty sure that's a start. Isn't that a start for the wait song? No. Okay. See not see now we're we're fucking up the listening shit. All right. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and listen this up. All right, Lil Wayne. Let me type this in. I'm what sorry, folks. Fuck, we'll get I forgot the won, name bro. of the song. Five, four, three, two. How they? What the fuck though? Nah, that was a that was definitely um a remix song. That was Uproar by um Carter 5. That was on Carter 5. The song was called Uproar. I'm sl- I'm just going through Carter 5 right now. He got features from Raekwon, 2 Chains, Post Malone, Gucci, X, Travis, Nicki Doesn't Minaj, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Doesn't need all Ashanti, those. Nivea, uh blah blah blah. All right, total of 33 songs and I remember none of them. <laughs> <laughs> so like just in terms of song making it's just not there for Wayne for me for me that's all that's my only critique about Wayne I can I, I, I like that you're saying this the way you're saying it because you're preferencing it to a body of work and not just a single yeah nah Wayne is top he's cemented his legacy is cemented already yeah there, there's no doubt about that he, he is who he is and he's gonna be on the Mount Rushmore in a lot of people's eyes mm-hmm but damn, I never looked at it th- that way. I mean, when he's a when, great mixtape rapper. I was the reason why I'm having such a hard time like relate and agreeing with you is because you're saying albums, but I'm like, yo, his mixtapes be fire too. And to me, before the Carter Five, I thought all the Carters were were great. Mm-hmm. I personally think Carter Two is better than Carter Three. Mm-hmm. But Carter Two also came out when 2005. 2005 yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you said like and you're trying to. Uh, dignify his mixtapes. Mixtapes have been dead for almost 10 years, bro. Nah. Mixtapes, mixtapes. Not the streaming era No, I I get it. Actual mixtapes. But not when he was dropping them. When he was dropping them, people were going to get those. I know. That was like, what, 07, 06? Nah, I'd say that was... That was not 2010. Yes, it was. In the 2010s? Because he was was still dropping... Sorry for the wait. He was still dropping that series. And I remember vividly... In high school, waiting for that shit to drop on Saturday morning on Spinrilla, 
that piff to go to go download that shit. I remember that vividly. Me and my boys having conversations about that. Like it was a there was a large amount of people still doing that back then. Mm-hmm. So when I'm listening to those mixtapes and whatnot, I'm just like, I've heard him put together a, a solid project. But like you're saying, when he's developing the song on his own and choosing his own beats and things like that, I, I don't know. So damn, I don't know how I'm gonna how, how I feel about the Carter Six now after Devin broke it down. But Wayne's most recent album <clears throat> has features from Doja Cat. Right. Tory Lanez, Lil Uzi, Benny the Butcher, Lil Baby, J Rock, Adam Levine, Takeoff, X Again, The Dream. I can go on. OT Genesis is ready. There's only on this three album. niggas that I know you none said. Of these songs, there's only th- <laughs> <laughs> there's only three niggas on that list that should actually be associated with. Wait. I'm just trying to paint you a picture. I'm reading all these. I, I none of these songs ring a bell to me, bro. Is that funeral? This is Funeral. I don't remember Funeral at all. This is most recent album. I don't remember it at all. I don't even think I saved it. And that only came out a year and a half after Carter Five. Sir, what I need you to understand is... I I hear what you're saying. I just want you to understand what I'm saying. No, (laughs) I completely understand what you're saying. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. Either way, though, I think Wayne is trying to pander to the masses and what the sound is now rather than just going with what he's good at and... What got him to where he was, but I, I, I don't, I don't know anymore. It's okay. It's okay. We'll see what happens when this shit drops. Like, Wayne, Wayne be so, uh, I miss old Wayne. Damn. Yeah, I miss old Wayne. Like last week, I, I felt like I, I was dealing with some, some shit. Like just telling people no, got people dependent on you and whatnot. And I just wanted to ask you, like, do you ever feel pressure to be the provider in your family or like? In your relationship or things like that, yeah, and that like, was that's my life right now. How did how did, how do you feel like being in that being in this position, and how do you cope with it or handle it? Um, honestly, it's stressful. It's stressful because um, you may have set plans for yourself already, and you may be trying to do something for yourself. But if you are a provider for your family or for your relationship, you have to realize that um, you kind of have to prioritize other people's needs ahead of your own. You feel me? Like, if it's not life and death and you can go on without doing something for yourself, you may need to do something for somebody else. And that's kind of stressful because there's been so many times, so many missed opportunities that I've had. There's been times where I've just fucked up this whole thing that I had going on because I had to drop everything that I was doing for uh, somebody else. And it comes with the territory in my family. It's just my Dukes and myself. So the fact that she don't really have any other kids, the kind of the responsibility kind of just fell onto my lap Uh, and her being a first, um, she's an immigrant. I'm a first generation American. So when she came over here, whatever she wasn't able to do, like for herself, she kind of threw that onto me almost to kind of accomplish that American dream to get us <clears throat> out of whatever situation we're in now. So it's mad pressure, dog. It's mad pressure. Sometimes I just want to kick back and just live life, do me. And there are times when I do that, but time later, I deal with the consequences of that shit. So. Stressful, it's annoying, but kind of got to deal with it. <clears throat> At least that's that way for me. There's no other way of living, unfortunately, r- right now. That is. 
I got a I got a follow up question to that, but uh, I'll give my my answer as well before. So I feel completely the same exact way as you, like you said, first born, first generation being born in America, just you and your mom and then siblings. If Well, yeah, just you and your mom, but I got siblings on top of that and everything. And it's just like, I feel the exact same way you do. It's, it's stressful. It's tiring. It's, it's, it, I don't want to say annoying sometimes, but actually I will say annoying because I, I'll break it down. For me, I, I consider it annoying for all the reasons you brought up, but mainly because in my mind, I think because I'm having to play, play a rider and, and do things I feel like I shouldn't have to do, I, I feel like I need to do these things because of all the sacrifices that were made, because if I'm not doing that, doing this or this, something bad might happen. But I'm like, it's hard for me to fully get where I want to go in life do the things I want to do, achieve the things I want to achieve, reach my full potential. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, there, there's always that thought. Obviously, I, I don't do it. But there's always that thought to just be like, no. Or to just really just focus on yourself and be so selfish. Because if I'm selfish for a few years here and get to the goals I want to achieve, then I can actually provide the way I want to be able to provide. Like right now, I'm I can provide, but not the way I want to be able to provide. If that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So I have those thoughts all the time, where it's just like, shit, I gotta I gotta do this, this, and this right now. I really don't want to because it's gonna hurt me. It might set me back. It might fuck up my goals. I wish I could say no, so I can focus on my goals. So in about two to five years or something, I can provide anything you possibly need. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just so hard to have that balance, especially seeing seeing where you've come from seeing the challenges that they got that your parents got to deal with people got to deal with and knowing what'll happen if you don't provide so my my question is for you how how do you do you first of all do you have those thoughts as well and how how do you handle that mentally in your head where it's just like i can i i prioritize some things for myself but still prioritize the things i got to provide um it's all about balance. I feel like it's all about balance because like you you know my lifestyle. You know what I like to do for fun and shit. And you know what I do for work that enables me to have that lifestyle. But um, for example, if I'm doing mad shit, living my life, having fun, and I see my dukes busting her ass, you feel me? Busting her ass trying to accomplish um, this one thing. You know, parts of me is going to feel bad because I'm like, I don't know when the last time my Dukes went on a vacation. You feel me? I don't know when the last time she was able to take certain time off of work because she got plans for herself, too. You feel me? And me, I guess. Um, So when I think about all of that, I try my best not to be selfish, but it's important for me the times I do choose to be selfish because I need that for myself. You feel me? Busting my ass, doing what I got to do. Outside of work, school on top of that, podcast, just trying to elevate us all to the next step into a bigger level. Um, and like I've said this on the show, too, you're not only doing it for yourself, you're doing it for the people that depend on you as well. And you dream big, you think big, just so at the end of it, when you accomplish everything that you want, everything that everybody that you wanted to provide for can eat, eat off of yeah. that as well. You feel me? That's all. And for example, like yourself... Um, you got your 
you got your brother and your sister, so you're uh, a provider for your family. But, you know, going on down the lines, it'll be time for your brother to step up, and then eventually it'll be time for your sister to step up. Um, and it's great that your parents um, have that. But with my Dukes, it's like, with me being the sole provider, it makes me think about all of my life decisions. Because, for example, if I was to do something that fucked up my life, definitely wouldn't want to, like, reach out for my Dukes to be the one to save me. You feel me? Even though I know she's there, Mm -hmm. she's there if that was to ever happen. But everything that I've done in my life so far, I don't want to get to a position where I would need to go back to that. You feel me? Um, And also, me being my mother's only child, it's like, all right, if anything happens to me, it's a big that's a big issue you feel me like god forbid god forbid if something was to happen to me um then my my fucking duke's whole life work you feel me kind of just goes down the drain right there no that that's that's actually what it you uh, are her whole life's work yeah. goes down the drain you feel me and i don't know who would be there to support her after i leave i don't know who would be there to help her when no one else is around to help her so literally all of this i think about this shit daily you feel me like no i do i too. think about this shit daily uh that's why every move i make i try the best to support myself and supply myself with everything so I don't got to look back on my dukes to do that for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think maybe after I got my first job, maybe around like 16, 17, after that age, I never asked my dukes for like another dime because I knew if I was in her pockets, what that would have ended up doing to her. And because I'm not in her pockets, she'd been able to, you know, do all this other shit for like because she had that extra bread that she what didn't have to um really give to me and you know i'm thankful for that shit um but yeah all of that i think about all of that everything bro like everything always goes back to her and the fam you know and i want my little brother to eat too you know my <coughs> little brother's doing what he had to do call me tom he told me about this job offer that he got the other day and i'm like great that's amazing and i'm happy for him but not only for him because i know what that does for the family you mm-hmm. feel me so it's just all these things i think about no, I like that. I like that. And I'm the, I'm the same way as you. For me, it's like I, I have those thoughts in my head where it's um, what's going to happen once I reach that point in my life? Like, how can I give back? How can I put on for my little brother, my mom, her husband, my little sister once I do make it to that point? And to be honest, that's like when I have those thoughts in my mind, that's really what pushes me through sometimes. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is a means to an end. Like. You believe in karma sometimes? Oh yeah, for I'm sure. like yeah, I'm like yeah. This is this yeah. is good karma as well, as well as the fact that like it, it makes me feel good when I am able to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it may inconvenience me. It may set me back a little bit, but I, I genuinely feel good knowing I'm helping out. I'm making people I care about happy and and smile. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I believe <clears throat> all of my good connections are based off of good karma. Yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah and. There are, there are people, like, I've had in my life that don't understand the dynamic, like, we have with our, our families that are just, like, stop helping. Cut them off. Things like that. It's just, like, you, you don't understand the dynamic, but... I've had those thoughts, though. No, I, I've I, had it's, those it's, thoughts. It's, like... So, it's, it's easier... I mean, we come from a different culture, though. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was born... I was raised by my mom. Like, I've seen her struggle. I've seen her do shit for me that I've never... I. I I would never imagine, you know what I mean? So it's just like, for me to cut her off, 
because I can't provide for it. That's just such a. That's no, crazy. Know. You, you know what I mean? Like when you when you rationalize that in your head, it's just like I can never do that, mm-hmm. especially with all the sacrifices she's made. So when people when people like talk like that, I'm just like I don't know how, or I wish I could be as heartless as you. I don't know. Now I when I say that like, my mom supports family back in Haiti. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, out of her family. She was like one of, there are a few people out here, but she was one of the very few from her family that was sent out here. So she still supports a bunch of them back home. And um, sometimes I'll be seeing her kill herself to support the shit that she got going on over here and back home. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I see like the links that she puts us, that she goes through to support everybody, sometimes I want to be like, yo, like you're killing yourself. You got to take a step back. Um, take some time to yourself if you can't give somebody this like they gotta understand that like because like think about it everybody depends on you but like yo say if you just out of exhaustion god forbid drop dead then what happens everybody out there now got nobody to um depend on so it's like yo when i say shit like that i'm just like all right it's cool that you want to do all this for everybody, but take care of yourself first, because if you don't take care of yourself, then all those people have nobody um, there. Nobody there. If you got to You got to take care of yourself, because if you're not here, then they got nobody. So you always have to come first at the end. And I try to instill that in my dukes. But um, like I said, our cultures are different. She grew up in Haiti with an entire a huge ass family me it was just me and her mm-hmm. in the suburbs of malden you feel me so my perspective her different. perspective what she had to do for her family what i got to do for my family the perspective is just different so i can't really knock her when i feel like she got to go out of her way and when i like i said when i see all that shit her coming here not having a college education doing the same type of job for maybe about 20 years and just kind of climbing in the ranks through there it makes me think about everything that I'm doing as well. Say, yo, can't be selfish. I can't be lazy. I got to eventually go back and finish school. Like, I got to go back and do all this shit. Because it's just like, yo, mother did the least. She just wants you to accomplish these few milestones left and then you're coasting. Accomplish just these few milestones left and you're coasting for the rest of your life. That's, I feel, the least I owe to the Duke. So, you know? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So I try to, I try to give back by doing shit like that. I try to give back just do by doing what I'm supposed to do. That's how I give back. That as well as just if they if they if they reach out to me and I can I can't help them out in a situation then I will. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But uh yeah, same. I feel I feel the same way you do. But yeah. yeah. That's all I have on that on that uh topic. Okay. All right, word. And coming off of that, I was having a conversation. Uh, well, no, it wasn't really a conversation. Right, so I was playing music, setting the mood, setting the vibes, you feel me? And I was going through my playlists, trying to pick out the right one. And I've curated so many playlists throughout the year, right? And I've developed a f- couple of playlists that are meant to be played in the bedroom, right? So That's I went through these playlists, and it made me think like, wow. Where what where was I at when I was making this playlist? Like, what year was it? What was I into? What was I listening to? Like all that shit played a factor. 
And it made me think that this would be a really funny conversation. Because, Rich, I want to ask you, what songs do you have on your playlist? If you feel comfortable sharing them. I'm going to tell you some of mine. I have maybe about four playlists on my phone. Throughout Apple Music, throughout SoundCloud. It depends on if I got Wi-Fi or not. You feel me? <laughs> but, so, yeah, go ahead. Um, Bed, Jeremiah, of course. Oh, my God. See, I can already tell. This nigga's playlist is old as hell. But nah, go ahead. I got, um, go ahead. Keep telling me more. I have, um, what's it called? Uh, a mix of new and, and, and what's it called? Do you just Fire have like? Do-, do you just Fire have one playlist that you just continuously add to over time? Yeah. Okay, got you, got you. Fire and, and desire, you just hit, but and you just hit shuffle on that whenever it's time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I got a I got a lot of tight dollar sign actually um, as well. He does it for you. I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> I really don't like the way you said that. The dream. I got a, I got tank no limit. <laughs> I, I really don't like the way you said that. That shit was so fucking. You said no limit. Yeah, no limit. I got Facetime by Ari Lennox on top by Trey Songs. If you want, Trey Songs is crazy. To have on your neighbors know my name. Trey Songs, yeah, nigga. That nigga got charges. I got. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I got. I got. I got the weekend. I got you already know. Yeah, I already got all three on there. <laughs> well, the hits. Um, I could just keep going, but no nah, facts. I think <laughs> I, I can keep going. I can keep going. Oh, oh, Kelly oh. Rowland, Lil Wayne. You already know. I was low key waiting for Dirk. <laughs> Dirk, get the fuck out of here! I would definitely expect you what, to have put Dirk my, on my your Beyonce. <laughs> I don't know. You might be the type to Her, put scrubs on your. I ain't gonna, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Look at this nigga. Him and Dave's Loaf, bro. Him and Dave's Loaf used to make some bangers back in the day, bro. Nah, my Beyonce was trash, bro. I'll be honest with you. I never liked that song when that came out. Shorty, my Beyonce. Yeah. Thank God, Dirk and Dave. Dirk and Dave. No, nah, that, that was the era when I was saying Dirk was trash. <laughs> <laughs> so like, thank God he got better all right nah, let me let me hear what you we hear what you want and then I, i'm gonna need you to send it to me <laughs> that's real <laughs> that's real all right i got a couple of different playlists right a couple of different playlists i got a playlist called busy oh i have a playlist called um vibes there is a playlist called you ain't pulling out and then I also have a, just a general R&B playlist. I need a Backshots playlist. And that, that's a playlist dedicated to beats that'll help me um, get that shit yeah. up. There might only be two songs on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm saying two songs may be all I need if that's the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, so what was I saying? Right, so what was I saying? Let's see my busy playlist. Wilding today. My busy playlist. All right. Pussy is mine by Miguel. You have a real. You really named a. You're not pulling out. It depends on what mood I'm in. You feel me? What mood do you gotta be in to not? It depends on what type of birth control she. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are stupid. Are you crazy? Are you dumb? Which one? Oh, you can pick one. Shit. Keep it on to the street. All right. So, anyways, I like I said, it, it depends on the vibe. I can't even hear. But, all right. So, it's my busy playlist. 
Pussy is Mine by Miguel. Fire song. If y'all, if, that, if that's not on your playlist, add that shit to your playlist right now. With Me by Division. Oh, I have that too. Get You by Daniel Caesar. I got Unana by Sir. Oh, that's. We oh. got Slow Grind by Tory Lanez. I got that. I got a lot of Division on my on my playlist actually. Um, oh, we got a classic. That, oh, I can't even say. I just gotta play, and I feel like when I play it, Rich knows exactly why this shit's on my playlist. Hold on, hold on. Let me pull it up, ladies. This is for y'all. Hold on. Hey, hey. And this is only for my black women. You feel me? I only play it around the black women. Oh, now y'all ain't hit to this shit. Never fails. This is foreplay music, though. I was about to say, this is when you set the mood. I'll keep listening. Let's see what else we got on here. I also got um We got Janae Aiko on here. I got Party Next Door. There's Brent Fires. I got Lucky Day on here. No CB? Uh CB, I don't have any Chris on here. Okay, okay. No okay. bullshit. I'll keep it I'll keep it a buck with you. The ladies that I mess with, they don't really they don't really rock with Chris. Okay. You know they fuck with Rihanna, that's why. So they're not really rocking with Chris. But it's still I, I hear my it, team. I hear it, I hear it. So I don't want to play shit and then dry up the room, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I, just, I just leave Chris <laughs> off of my playlist. <laughs> but I still fuck with Chris. I fuck, fuck with Chris. Now, for the You Ain't Pulling Out. I got Essence on there as well. Some, some Wizkid? Yeah. Oh, okay. I got Essence on there. You're Still Mine, Young Blue, of course. Nice, nice, nice. Um, What's one? What's another, what's another different one? Let me see. Yo, we're running game for all of y'all right now. If you're not a music ex- extraordinaire like us and you need some help, yo, add these joints to your playlist, please. Please. Yo, my you ain't pulling out playlists. It's, it's great. Fire and Ice Wale. Oh, that's nice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's nice. That's nice. Hold on. Let me see if I can make this switch real quick. I want to see if I can make this switch. And let me just... Uh- oh, I do have a little Dirk song. That's crazy. <laughs> Scrolling, I, I had to scroll. Of course, you got a it's little difference. What is it? Differences with Summer Walker. And the differences. Oh, that's on your playlist. Yeah, bro. What you mean if you want to be sensual? You know what I mean. My girl, my girl, a rider. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. You feel me, bro? If you want to be in a loving mood, know what I mean, slow strokes. Yeah. Hugging her while I'm doing that shit. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. Hold on. What type of vibe you in though? With this? this is my You Ain't Pulling Out playlist. It'd be like that, yo. Ooh, yo you feel me? Yo, when yo, her toes curling, she'd be like, Baby, I'm hot just like you know me. Facts. I ain't gonna hold it. This one right here. This one right here, bro. This would have to be a, a foreplay song. This have to be a foreplay song. I think I can see me bullshitting with this shit like yo. It never fails, dog. I love my shit, dog. Was riding. Oh, nah, no bullshit. 
This all, yo. These songs, I'ma have, I'ma have to send me a playlist, bro. Send me a playlist. DME is nice. Never forget, DME is nice with this shit, dog. <laughs> yo, we really putting y'all on the game right now. Thanks. You're welcome. A lot of people don't remember these joints. So like, these are the joints. You got the right vibe with you. Everything can be right. Real chill. Real chill. Hey. We're wrapping up soon, by the way. We're wrapping up soon. Let me just let me talk real quick. Now, Mace be the man wanna see you doing good. Yeah. I don't wanna get rich, leave you in the hood. Huh? Girl, in my eyes, you the baddest. The reason why I love you, you I ain't gonna lie, the way that, that old school music be hitting, bro, it just hit different. That's why Bad Boy was like undeniable. As a record label, Bad Boy was undeniable oh. in the 90s. So, like, when Puff came in the game, yo, and introduced the world to Biggie and Mace and, like, Lil' Kim and everybody like that. And then when the R&B era came in with Danity Kane and um, Day 26 and B5 and 112 and just all these other groups, bro. It was a rap. It was a rap. It really was a rap. It really was a rap. All right, that was fun. That was fun. If y'all really want to know what are on my playlist, feel free to hit me. You feel me? I'm here for y'all. I'm here for y'all. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into the new music. Let's get into the new music. So, my girl a couple of drops have happened over the weekend. And guess what? I didn't listen to any of them. Oh, I didn't listen right. to any of them. All right, say that. Say that. But I'll let my dog, Rich, tell me what I missed. Uh, we only going to talk about two of them. Okay, bet. Because I didn't listen to the last one. Say that. If I'm going to be honest with you, I listened to one. I actually, we'll start with the one I didn't listen to. That was Megan Thee Stallion, Traumazine. Mm-hmm. I don't get the name. Um, but Meg, I listened uh, to the track with Future only because I saw her saying she paid 250 for his feature. Mm. That nigga played you. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga played you like a... I don't even know. Like, I feel bad that he charged you two hundred fifty for that verse because you could tell he half-assed that. Two hundred and fifty k. Yeah, but that was the only song I listened to her because I don't really listen to Meg Thee Stallion like that. You gotta think about that, bro. Two hundred and fifty k for forty seconds. That's crazy. Apparently, her album did numbers, so it worked. <laughs> it worked. She made that back real quick. Oh my God. But um, yeah. Besides that, uh, the. Some albums we that have dropped over the last few weeks that we haven't talked about. The game, dramatic heart versus mind. Uh, I mean, we all know the game is a lyricist. We all know game has a real great discography when you when you break it down. But as of late, his music hasn't been hitting, and I'll say that hit this this album is more of the same. Damn. To me, it started off really it started off really well. Like the first three songs started off really well. And then when we started getting into the features, it got a little bit, uh, it just, it, it got a little bit off brand for me, specifically because the game is a California nigga. He's a lyricist. Mm-hmm. He has a certain style and flow and this, you could tell he was trying to appease the masses and just trying to pick apart like all the fads that are going on right now. Like, um, New York drill. New yeah. York I didn't dr- like that drill. Right yeah. Dr- like, why did he make his voice sound like that? I didn't like that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He was trying some R and B shit. I was just like, "You need to stick to the game, being what the game does, rapping, spitting some real shit, talking shit, cussing, doing whatever the fuck you do, 
And this album just like it, it made me think this isn't the game at all. Like this is not this is not what I expect from a game when I'm listening to his his music. So if, to me he just he he it was a, it was a cop out album to me. He was just trying to appease the masses rather than just put real real talent on the record. Did you get through the whole album? No. Oh, okay. I was gonna ask you how was the Nips the Nipsey record. That, that was okay. No, no, yeah. I did, I did. That was okay. I was okay. I mean, I mean, okay, Nipsey verse. Yeah, it was an okay Nipsey verse. Oh. I feel like, to me, I, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of Nipsey verses out there that haven't been released yet, and the, he could have picked a better one if yeah. he had access to it. I, yeah. I don't know. No bullshit. I, I, since Nipsey's whole death, I've been wondering if his team plans on doing anything posthumous after Victory Lap. Yeah. They want to leave it at Victory Lap. That, that's a beautiful ending if you left it at Victory it's Lap. It's a very appropriate ending. Facts. But, um, yeah, I wonder if his team has anything in the tuck. I mean, I feel like he kind of died right when Victory Lap came out. So if he, did, if he didn't have much, then I understand. But I mean, he was, he was a businessman. So I feel like he was – and he was always in the studio, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So there's no way in hell he doesn't have enough music in the tuck to the point where they can't just – siphon through all of it to put together 12 songs for an album give me an 8 track Nipsey album I'll be okay with that D- Daytona type shit mm-hmm. I will really be okay with that but um, I'm just like you I, I, every every day I wait for like an announcement like alright Nipsey posthumous album coming out I, I'll be happy for that yeah. but um, another album that dropped Young Nudie I remember we were uh, talking about this briefly but yeah EA Monster it's dropped about like three weeks ago. It's 11, 11 tracks. Got some slaps. It does got some slaps. Good. So um, I'll say fresh as fuck. That's that's the fourth track on there. Shit's fire. Um, no chaser. I, I like that. I like that song a lot. Um, Impala. That's another great song. It's not. It's it's Young Nudie. So it's nothing crazy. But you know, it's gonna get you hyped up. It's gonna it's gonna get you lit. And if you're listening to this in the car, or if you're like pre gaming, or yeah, with your niggas. This is the this is the album to to be listening to. Yeah, it's crazy. Not Nudie isn't as big as I thought he was. He would. Be. He's not. I mean, when you when you really listen to Nudie, I feel like he doesn't. He's more for like down south people. I feel like him and Twenty One should be hand in hand. No, what should be? Why? I feel like they both. Well, I think Nudie definitely has enough potential to be where Twenty One's at. Just in terms of his music, Twenty One's. Don't get me wrong. Twenty One's fire. Crazy. No, I'm, I'm, but I feel like if they, cause isn't isn't um Nudie kind of under the same label as Twenty One? I'm assuming. I, w- I would think so. I don't Hold know if they're under the same label. I know they work closely together, but what I'm saying is, I've heard Nudie's music, bro. I've heard Twenty One's music. Labels could definitely push Nudie to be a bigger artist if they wanted to. My thing is, is he marketable? Like, why not? Cause I, I look, look at all the other dudes down there. Why wouldn't he be marketable? And everybody else is? No, nah, they're not on the same. They're not on the same. Okay. Um, the, so, 21 wasn't being pushed like that before a lot. Like, he was he was brand new. Like, Double XL. After Double XL, I feel like he dropped, um, what was that album? Bro, he was big ever since Savage Mode. What was this album? The Pink with the, the Pink? Issa. Issa, yeah. He dropped Savage I feel like Mode after first Issa, and then Issa. I feel like after Issa, he, he, like, had a little bit of a lull. And then had to, like, build it back up. Young and and as well as the fact that Twenty One had a big like, this nigga did a one eighty with character development like that man. Who that person? Who that man used to be compared to who he 
shows he is now, night and day, bro. Yeah. Night and day. He so, grew up. Yes. Nudie? I think Nudie is still... Nah, yeah. I don't think I don't that. see that kind of development in Nudie. I do. Yet. Which is why I don't think people are pushing him. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Nudie's liable to just... He could do anything with that kind of spotlight. You, you got mad people looking in on him, following the shit he does. He's going to get caught off his son. You gonna fuck up? Yeah, that's a bad look for the label. I think Nudie is definitely marketable. Definitely, I think ever since that that EA shit took him out of the water, and he could have just went up from there. But it's okay. I think he's it's not. Okay. A, he's not enough of a like his his content as well in his music. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's. I don't know. I guess. I mean, there's not a wick. We just went big off of yo can you explain that to me why are they pushing this man so hard what do you mean nardo wick like where where did this dude come from from florida he's ass okay (laughs) Uh, i don't listen to his music so i can't i can't really uh judge his music i only know who wants smoke that's the only thing i know from him and i only like it because of the remix but hey South, like I said, is running hip hop. So nah, that's I why, really bro. Need, nah, he's an industry plant. Like that's the definition. Mm. That nigga just came out of nowhere, had features out the ass. First of all, where he get the money for that shit? Label. Or what? La- I mean, how or, he get or, or we know how he get the money for that shit. Nigga, Dirk. By the way, you niggas Herb paying for your views. I see. Twenty one. Who else was on that track? Uh, Herbo, Twenty One Savage. Yeah, I mean, Dirk. Dirk. Yes. Yeah, no, Savage so it's just them Herbo, three. Yeah. Bro, that's that's that got to be close to a mil, or at least a half a mil. Yeah, I think he signed a three hundred. Three hundred got it. Yeah, they got it. They got it. They uh, got that it. That song probably didn't make it back though. They got it. Um, all right. Um, I think that's all we had to talk about for music. Um, it is a shame about the game album, dog. Game used to be one of my favorites, dog. Like. He used to. They, he had like a three album run that just went crazy for me. It was Red Album. Jesus Peace, and I think Documentary 2, where I was just like, all right, this is all heat, you feel me? And then he was supposed to retire, and I feel like if he stayed retired when he did it originally, yes. he would have been good, but then he came back with Born a Rap, and then he came back again with this album, and it's just like, dog, I don't even know what you're trying to prove at that point. But what I do know is that my dog hasn't made anything since this, bro. Get my peep, bro. Chains, nigga. Hold on. I'm After this album, I don't remember anything Put this man did, bro. Because you can't. Because I'm a black man in a phantom. Or is it my I just want to let the beat drop on this, and then we'll get to reality checks. And then we'll get to reality checks. I've had this whole album on repeat for weeks. Only thing I listen to is basketball season two. Roll another one, cause I'm ready. In my photo, looking real photogenic. Gentleman attire and threads that won't expire. This goes crazy in the whip, bro. Bro, I feel so inspired. <laughs> I feel so inspired. Cost me 3000 Respect. I'm getting so much money, I could buy your bitch. Take it how you wanna, if you wanna take it. I like club with all the women working naked. Fell in love with a white, just what the fuck I'm thinking. Bought that whole ring, it was for a pinky. Uh, that 
that's pimping, that's slick. Got a bottle of cologne that costs more than your rent. Uh. Fuck y'all mad at me for? Got a black card and a black phantom with a white bitch in Idaho. I do the same thing in Montana. Got a thick bitch in You see it all like? You see how we have this? You can go to his first album, the documentary, bro. Oh, I will scream hate a love bro, it right now. Don't make me do the, that. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but you don't even have to pick that song. You can legitimately go on any song in the documentary. Fire. Oh, yeah, facts. What the fuck has he been doing the last five, six years? I don't know. Like, how, how do you how do you go from this to doing New York Drill? Dre, I see dead people. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's going no, bro. Hold on. I'm about to get crazy. Yo, Drake. Nah, he had hits back then. Thought I was dead. What? It was this and the Millie for me, bro. West Coast. I'm the doctor's advocate. Nigga, Drake shot you. Brought me back from the dead. That's why they call him the doctor. The math gon' drop him. And 50 ain't rockin' with him no more. It's okay. I get it poppin'. No, I'm telling you, like game when he's when he was at his best, one of the few that couldn't be touched. I'm telling you. I know he was the only he's one really that was willing up. to fucking risk it against fifty. He's he really the only up. one willing to risk it against fifty because bro. he has the ball. He has the he has the ability to. Yeah, at least he believes he did. <laughs> I feel like Lloyd Banks. I feel like Lloyd Banks could have been like the game if he was just more out there. Lloyd Banks got bars too. Yeah, he got a joint. He he got that joint with Kerry Hilson. That was my shit. Help, that was my shit. And Karma with um Avon, that was my shit too. Good yeah. song, good song. But all right, let's go ahead and get into our reality checks. I think I played enough music on the show. Let's get out of here. I'm listening to the game after this. Um, but yeah, my reality check. I had a conversation with someone this weekend, and it made me. It made me uh, remind myself to uh, don't let anyone talk to you any type of way you they want. Remember who the fuck you are. You are an individual. You are a person. You have pride. You have self-respect. And don't allow people to dehumanize you, talk down to you, look down on you, make you feel like you're less of a person or anything like that. And if they do, speak up and stand, for, stand up for yourself because you don't deserve that no matter who you are. And no matter who you're dealing with, like I said, I I, I deal I dealt with uh, that similar situation this this weekend, and I, I gave that person a piece of my mind, and it felt really good. Don't be confrontational because we're adults now, and people can go to jail. So, give them a piece of your mind, <clears throat> voice voice your opinion, and stick up for yourself. That's my reality check. Damn, someone tried testing you. I was out. It was Friday night. Nah, uh, I was a random, like somebody you know. I was at a bar. And it was it was it was a white, white white drunk boy or okay. drunk white boy. Yeah. So random. Yeah. Oh, okay. You got to talk to him sometimes. Put yeah. some right. Right. You know, it's one of those situations where like you just brushing someone off, like ignoring them, like by not paying them any attention, and they just. No, in fact, it happens all the time. Normally at bars too. Yeah, that's normally <laughs> where it happens. So like, I feel you. I feel you. Right, I, I got. I, I wanted to. No. Sometimes you got to. Just a quick wing and then continue nah, I with hear, your day. I, you hear, know? I was dolo. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> when I'll do- talk shit. I ain't going to start uh, a fight by myself. I'll talk shit by myself all, damn. all day. All day. 
when you're the only facts. I feel you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go on for my reality check. All right. So for my reality check, we talked a lot about um, responsibilities this episode, um, providing for your people. We talked a lot about that this episode. Um, I want to say for my reality check, if you find yourself in that position, um, don't don't let it get to your head too much. You know what I mean? If you're in that provider role, if you're taking care of a loved one, don't let it get to you. Um, you're going to be okay. You're going to get through it. If your hustle isn't there right now, it will get there. Just be patient with yourself. Um, and if you're not patient, dog, like your problems aren't going to go away. Bills aren't going to go away. All of these things are going to be here for the rest of our lives, but it's important to know how to deal with the situation and how to get through it without causing yourself too much stress. So, like, when I say if you're in this position, don't let it get to your head too much. You still got a life to live. You feel me? Make sure you're only young once. So, with the time that you do have, make sure you are making best use of your time and living it to the most full advantage while still being responsible and doing everything that you got to do. But, yeah, like I said... Don't let it go to your head because you'll drive yourself insane and then no one will have fun. So, yeah, that's my reality check for y'all. All right. And that is pretty much the end of this episode. Thank y'all for everybody that tuned in. Make sure you stay subscribed to us on all of our platforms, including the socials, YouTube, um, all of that. Uh, you can find us at The Urban Product. You can shop for merch at www.theurbanproduct.com. Uh, we be lit next week. We've got a dope guest coming on. Can't wait to uh, hear the conversations that we all have and the gems that are going to be dropped in that episode. It's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. Uh, Rich, you got anything you want to leave the people with? <clears throat> Make sure y'all tune into the Maystar interview. That's going to be out indefinitely. Make sure y'all are tapping in because there were some gems dropped. That so interview. many gems in that episode, dog. Like I really. I really encourage all artists out there, yeah. even just all creatives, to really listen to that episode. Because my dog was spitting, but we were also spitting, too, from our perspective. You feel me? So check, go ahead and please check that just, out. Just a lot of insight, and there's a lot to learn from that from that interview. Like That's a, that's coming from a man who's been in it for in the game for over 10 years, especially in this scene specifically. So you'll, 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 you'll learn a lot from that interview. So go tap into that. All right. And with that being said, it's been your boy DME. It's been your boy Cozy Rich. You've been listening to the Urban Products. We will go ahead and catch y'all next week. Love. Deuce. <laughs>